Welcome to Space Nerds, your source for intergalactic science fiction and science fact. Engines primed, engage! Hey, hey, this is Alexandria. I'm Jane Smith. And I'm Douglas Gale. And I will be bringing you Space News, Star Trek, Duck Space Nine, Firefly, Black Mirror, and probably superhero stuff. Dystopian fiction! Who's excited? I'm Jesse Mercury, and I'll be your constant cosmic companion, bringing you the weekly space news and sitting down with these amazing friends to talk about science fiction. We are Space Nerds! What's up, Space Nerds? Welcome no. to the show. No! <laughs> no! No! Are you saying yo or no? What is happening? I'm saying no and just being stupid. Huge. Hey, y'all! I know. <laughs> Uh, I am here with our dystopian fiction nerd, Miss Alexandria Henderson. How are That's you? That's so true. I'm all right, actually. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited. You've got like a real microphone set up this time. I do. I mean, I'm still recording you over Facebook, so it's not... We'll see when it's all the internet connection. We'll see how that works. Yeah, but you do sound a lot clearer, and it's really nice. Ever since, oh, ever since quarantine broke out, and we've started doing these podcasts remotely... My audiophile brain has been hurting. <laughs> and I can, I can imagine, you know, things that we have been discussing for the future. Because mm. I was like, I don't want to be able to, I don't want to have to do this remotely forever. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that we can figure it out. But also like, you know, the way that the world is progressing right now, everyone's thinking that we're okay. And I don't. So I'm still going to be in my house for a good two more months because I oh, don't, at least. I do not think that we are as okay. I think that people are missing out on capitalism and that's why we're starting back up again. And Oh yeah. I mean, did you hear that? Like as soon as people started trying to go back out in public cases spiked massively, like we're now, I mean, I'm hearing some reports that we're like now going into another like massive wave of, of sickness. I'm like, Oh, well I'm staying in my house. What's interesting with that is no one can see my face as I cross my hand, like I cross I, my fingers and put it in my lap, like, yeah. I'm not surprised, and yeah. and I am not amused, and I will not be outside with y'all. No thanks. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. Let's wait till it's safe. Let's, I mean, yeah. I don't know. that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. And so, we can go down the rabbit hole. We don't have to, yeah. but hello. Some people can't wait till it's safe because they just can't afford to. And that's like a that's huge di- problem. That's different. Yeah, yeah. That's a huge, but we don't, we're not here to talk about that today. We're here to talk about some science fiction and some science fact. Cause that's what we do. I'm very excited. I have a couple of announcements to make one of which you don't even know about Alexandria. So I'm excited okay. to tell you. Um, so first of all, this is the one you do know about. We have a new cover art for the podcast that yeah, features we do. all of our lovely faces on it. And it's so lovely. It was lov- lovingly curated by the one Jesse Mercury. So y'all have to go look at that. He tweeted it and he shared it and he put it on the podcast default pick and it's beautiful. Yeah. So like now whenever you listen to the podcast on your phone or whatever you're listening to, the little picture will have all of our lovely faces on it. And I love it because I, you know, I subscribe to this podcast because <laughs> I have I, to check to make sure I did okay. everything right. So then I so see our I. faces. Yeah. See? Oh, I see it right there. Look look how pretty yeah, that looks. Look so how good. pretty that is. So just so everyone knows, from left to right, we have Jane Smith, our Firefly nerd. Surrounded by stormtroopers, we have Jenny Krantz and then B. Russell, both of whom are in our Star Wars club. Oh, I was gonna say I don't know I don't know Jenny. Yeah, Jenny's actually been coming on the show for years. This show's well, almost five years old. 
Well, I didn't. I don't know a show that existed before me. No, like you, <laughs> you came mean? on. You came on right <laughs> around the time that we switched from sci-fi with Jesse Mercury to Space Nerds. Uh, but there was like a 125 episodes of of the older show, and Jenny has been coming on since like I want to say like the early 30s or something, talking about Star Wars. Well, hello, Jenny. Yeah, yeah she's great. Uh, and then we have. Sarah Russell, right on top of Andy L. Haddiff, both of whom are in our Star Trek club. Uh, and then we have you, looking snazzy, and then Doug, and then me. Oh, look at Doug's laughter. I know, I love that picture. That's actually a screenshot from one of our Doug Space Nine live streams. Ah, uh, that's beautiful. Yeah, so I'm very it's excited so about that. Very cool. Um, yes, so all the space nerds are now represented on this picture. And then I have another piece of awesome news. So... I listen to podcasts on Android. I know you're, Alexandra, you're an Apple person. I am iOS. Yes. So you're probably on Apple Podcasts. I am. Yeah. Um, so I listen on something called Podcast Republic, which is my podcast app of choice on the uh-huh. Android market. I've been listening on Podcast Republic for years and years and years. Um, and I recently noticed that they have like a featured podcast list. So I wrote to them and said, hey, how does one get on this featured podcast list? And he's like, well, you know, it actually costs some money. But since you've been listening to us for years, why don't I throw you guys a free month? So we are ah! featured right now on Podcast Republic. That's awesome. Yeah. And I've, I've been able to see, you know, new subscribers coming in from Podcast Republic. And I'm Well, hello, really everybody. Excited. I hope you all stay and stick around and leave good comments and subscribe and join the Patreon and do all the things. Yes. Come, come hang out, see we're horrible, and then leave. That's what I'm expecting. No. Come <laughs> hang out, listen to us. If you get offended, maybe open your mind a little bit and then come back and listen again and be like, oh, they were right. And yeah. then, you know. I mean, we're really sh- like framing this like this show is terrible. <laughs> Which it's it probably not, is. Though, so, well, I mean, this this branch of the show is probably going to hit the hardest for, for audiences because um, not that I, you know, am... Uh, snubbing Jane or Doug at all, but I feel like dystopian futuristic fiction gets into like shit that's happening right now in the world. Right. And then I'm black. So we're going to talk about black shit. And I just feel <laughs> like maybe audience members are going to be like, Oh, I came here to talk about robots. And I'd be like, yeah, there's some robots in some, di- in some of these black mirror episodes, but also some, they do some, sh- Oh my gosh, Jesse. <laughs> I cannot wait for you to finish out this season. Yeah. Because I started rewatching it again to like re-familiarize myself with it. And there is one ep- I just finished an episode that actually made me put the season down. Because I was just like, I forgot about this one. Like, woo, it's heavy. It's heavy. Well, but I'm wait. so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. Well, I thought this would be a good opportunity to kind of re-explain what the show is for all of our Absolutely. new listeners who are coming in from Podcast Republic. Hi, um, Podcast Republic. Thank you again for yes. hosting us for free for a month. That's so dope. It's so cool. I, I will I've never I've never successfully found a way to promote this show before. <laughs> and this is the first thing I've ever found where I was like, oh my God, this seems to actually be working and this is really awesome. So And what's really great about it too is like you are just it's one of those things where like you do it and so it comes back to you. It's like when you use a product and you love it so much and then they send you a whole box of it. Oops, I just hit my microphone <laughs> twice. Sorry if you heard it. But like they send you a whole box of it because you're like, I just love this product and then like other people listen to it or other people buy it because they because you loved it and then they love it too. So Yeah. I can't even tell you how gratifying it is 
to look at the featured page on the app that I've been using for years and see our faces. It's yeah. so exciting. It makes me so happy. Like I, I, uh, if this show gets to the point where the Patreon is making money, I might invest into stuff like this in the future because it makes me very happy. Because I really want to grow this community. That's what I really want for this podcast. And it, I mean, that's what I've really there always are wanted. There are nerds that are underrepresented. They don't know <laughs> that there's a podcast for them. Uh, you're welcome here, nerds. Yeah. And the the purpose of this show is to provide a wide variety of you know different opinions and backgrounds in nerd culture and also in space knowledge because we're all learning yeah. every week you know we well let's describe the, the show. scientists are all learning the yeah. scientists are still learning too. <laughs> and we're you not know scientists I mean? so but that's and that's the thing like scientists are never going to be done the purpose of right. science is to trial and error trial and error trial maybe succeed go back to trying again trial yeah, and error totally like, i mean like there's still scientists examining whether or not the big bang happened which is something that a lot of scientists just take for granted and I think Truth. that's so cool. You know, let's let's keep Everybody. looking. Let's Everybody keep looking out into the cosmos and see what we can learn about our place in it. That's fascinating to me. And always will be. This is a perfect place to segue. So do you do you have anything more to say about this topic? Yes. I'm trying to describe okay. the show and you keep oh, distracting I'm sorry. me. Yo, <laughs> I'll be quiet now. Okay, so uh, we have a lot. Oh my God, you are the worst. I could just mute you. I could just give you background music. It's so distracting. I cannot concentrate. Fine. It's beautiful. You have a beautiful voice. Shut up. I'm being quiet. Shit. Now talk. Also, I forgot to mention you have a new show. Before I describe our show, you have a new show. Tell us about your new show because I saw. How do you distract yourself? I excel at that. Um, I. Uh, so last October, my good friend, Jimmy Shields and I hosted the Gregory Awards, yes. um, which is Seattle's version of the Tony Awards, but for local and regional theater here in Seattle and the greater Puget Sound area, uh, which is like Western Washington. So, uh, uh, uh what was I saying? We hosted the awards. <laughs> <laughs> distracting myself we hosted the awards and jesse was super sweet we talked about it uh on one of the episodes far far back and when we were talking about black mirror that he brought it up that we hosted it was a fun time such yeah. a good time you guys were amazing um, you're both awesome there's like song we, and dance numbers you're both amazing we we just went all out because we didn't know if we'd ever be able to work with theater puget sound again and that is the company that runs the gregory awards and so uh they, we just kind of stayed on their trail and kind of just like, hey, everybody, we, we still love you and we're still here. If you ever need anything, like, let us know. And the executive director hit us up and was like, we've wanted to create a podcast for a very long time, but we don't know how a podcast is possible um, in this new terrain. I can't think <laughs> of the word. And, um, and so she said, instead of creating a podcast, we'd like to create a web series, which is part podcast, part late night show. Mm -hmm. um, and so Jimmy and I host TPS tonight, Theater every Puget Friday Sound. night. Yep. For Theater Puget Sound, TPS tonight, um, every Friday night at 8 p.m. on Zoom. And we just, we interview local artists and people who have worked here locally. And, um, and try to figure out more about their lives and and laugh a lot because sometimes they're hard out here, you know. <laughs> and uh, and we want to make sure. Oh, and the sun came out just as I said that. Oh, yes. <laughs> and last um, week yeah. was the first one that I got to see. And mm -hmm. your guest was Sarah, who's from our yes. Star Trek club. Yeah. And it was awesome. I loved it. We watched the entire thing. Andy and I watched the whole thing. We loved it so much. I'm so glad. Yeah, she was 
absolutely wonderful. She yeah. was stunning. She w- opened up to us. We got to talk about a lot of different things. And then she performed, um, which was lovely and just opened her heart to everyone. It oh, was my God. It was great. Such, yeah. such, such a good interview. And um, and tonight is our next episode. But yeah. y'all won't hear this in time, right? They won't hear this in time. Uh, probably not. I can't, yeah, so I can't imagine myself working quite that fast. <laughs> I think this will be out tomorrow. Okay, well, then never mind. But this yeah. is... This is- I mean, it'll be happening it depends. tonight. It depends because sometimes you and I get into, into topics that are like so deep that we have yeah. to kind of comb through and make sure we didn't fuck up how we said things. <sighs> You're right. And there's some editing involved. There is. But sometimes, you know, my ideal version of this show is the one where we have a great conversation and then I flip it and, and throw it out there yeah. and don't have Matthew to edit flip it. it. Rub it down. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, which might happen, in which case it could be out tonight. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, well see. Even if it is, it probably wouldn't be out in time for them to catch the show. But right. just know but, that but, it happens. Yeah. They won't have time to listen to the however long right, this right, is right. going to be and then like sign up. <laughs> okay, so, but if people want to see TPS tonight, and yes. I have to say, I thought that this was going to be like about the local theater scene in a way that I wouldn't feel like really mattered to me personally, yeah. but it's not that at all. It's like cool people hanging out, talking about fun shit, talking about being creative, interviewing other creative people about their creativity. Yeah. It did not feel, it did not feel like exclusive to Seattle at all, even though it's cel- oh, celebrated Seattle and Seattle artists. I think it's just a really fun time. If people want to hang out with you and Jimmy, I highly recommend the show. I liked it a lot more than I expected to. Jesse, thank you. Because I know you're a complete skeptic, so that means so much. <laughs> hey, you're the you're the complete skeptic. I'm like you're a, right. I'm like you're a right. moderate it's skeptic. Like, you are a complete like. skeptic. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But um, yeah, like that was one of my goals too to make sure that anyone around the country could watch it. Yeah. But it is our local actors or local artists or. Uh, and there's an asterisk there, but you'll find out later why. But um, <laughs> uh, but. And also because in my life, in Alexandria's life, I have never been a person who's like, tell me about your resume, because we can Google that. Like, mm-hmm. our guest tonight is the uh, music supervisor, the head of the music department at Village Theater. Oh. Everybody. Wait, who, who is that? Tim Simons. His oh, Tim, name is that's Tim right, Simons. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he runs the music department at Village Theater, and he's amazing, and everybody knows him in that role. And I Googled him to try and, like, figure out some real snazzy things to say about him, and his complete resume is listed on the internet. And so I'm like, so we don't need to talk about that because that's boring. Everybody knows you have a resume, so I want to know what makes you a human, and, like, that's kind of how I am in real life with my friends that I meet in theater. I'm like, cute, cute, cute. You've done a musical. I want to know, like who you are as a human being. Do you think your time on the Space Nerds podcast has prepared you to host your own show? I mean, maybe, but not exactly. Because the, I say maybe because here I have a little bit more, I feel more freedom to go on tangents. Like You're on I this podcast like, than on... Yes. Yeah, yeah. On TPS Tonight, I, as a host, I try and like, because I still feel like this is like your show and I am like a recurring guest. I'm like a recurring character on the Space Nerds Uh, rom-com. I feel like you are a recurring (laughs) co-host. Really? Yeah, absolutely. That's how I feel about everyone on the show. That's awesome. I didn't know that. And so I've always felt like- I've told you that multiple times. I still kind of feel like this is like you own it and I'm like, yeah, I'm a part of this really great thing. I'm the one who does all of the post-production, all the behind the scenes work. All the work. You do the work. All of like trying to share it, trying to grow it. That's 100% me. And I don't don't even want that to be the case. I really want help with everything everything i want everyone to be sharing this and you know and and doing just all that shit. send me the files i'll edit it you're yeah. gonna have this broken See, up conversation that's that- the problem is that like 
<laughs> I got I got the the post production down to a science where I don't even. Yeah. That's the thing where like I don't want anyone else to touch it because good. Like I've I've got it down easy, but like uh, doing all the art and doing all the promotion, like that's the stuff I'm not. I'm not I'm not good at promoting the show. I'm really not. Like finding well, finding some way to get the show promoted, like on Podcast Republic, that mm-hmm. was a revelation for me. I've never I've never done anything that actually worked before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, and even if we look, just get like five or 10 new listeners from that, that to me would be like a huge accomplishment. <laughs> right. And it should be because it'd be like, oh, well, hello, y'all new people. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. And I think that as far as hosting TPS tonight, like there's definitely, I feel more like a talk show host. Yeah. Um, and, and it, it's cool. It's such yeah. a cool experience, but, but you're I really good at it. You're really good. Thanks. At it. Yeah. I try. I need to get better at interviewing. And so I'm like, I feel like I'm, this is going to make me a very stronger. Mm, is that real? <laughs> a very stronger, a much uh, stronger. Thank you. <laughs> podcaster. Is that where you're going? A much stronger podcaster. Interviewer. Interviewer. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, I, I, and I even told you this. Sometimes I promise. I told you this after the, the broadcast last week that I had some, some uh podcast jealousy because i was like oh you're usually on like i'm usually your co-host who's this jimmy guy (laughs) but you should have had jealousy from the gregory's because we had complete and total rapport on that stage you really did it was awesome okay stop talking about me and tell these people what this damn podcast is about now hell all right so space nerds podcast we talk about science fiction and science fact mostly relating to outer space although black mirror sometimes doesn't and that's okay true Um, but we have two shows coming out alternating oh my god i'm so bad at explaining this (laughs) (laughs) there's so much show happening right now okay so we have star trek club coming out every week where doug and Andy and Sarah and I are watching through Star Trek Discovery. We've already watched all the way through the season one of Star Trek Picard. We're going episode by episode, chatting about Star Trek. Very good time. Uh, so that's happening every week. And then um, we also have uh, this show coming out uh, about once a week as well. They kind of alternate between Star Trek Club and then um, these shows where we have the space news, where we talk about something going on in the real world out in space. Uh, and then we have rotating uh, segments this is Black Mirror, where Alexandria comes and talks about Black Mirror with us. And then we rotate yeah. between that and then Doug Space Nine, where Douglas Gale and I talk about Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Uh, Firefly with Jane. Jane Smith has been a, another longtime guest of the podcast who's now oh, one of my co-hosts. I really like her voice. Hi, Jane. Your oh, voice she's got is an amazing. Awesome voice. Absolutely. Uh, and we're talking about Firefly. We're actually almost done with Firefly, and we have big plans about what's going to replace that. I don't want to confirm that yet because Jane, I still have to work that out with Jane, but. Um, I'm very excited about that. And then uh, Star Trek Cl- or Star Wars Club is the fourth thing that we rotate through. So every week you got Star Trek Club. And then once a month, you'll get those other four segments. Star Wars Club, Firefly, Black Mirror, and Doug Space Nine. That is the full portfolio of space nerds right now. And then also the space news every week. Oh, I did a terrible job at that. No, it's not too bad. You said space news. I did. And um, who's this person? <laughs> what are you distracted by now? Well, while you were explaining it, I was trying not to interrupt you because I had three different thoughts while it came up. So <laughs> I was like, well, let me um, let me do something that will make me not you're not going to like what I'm doing. So are you fully have you fully explained? I think so. Yeah. Did okay. I miss anything? You let me know. I don't think so. Okay. I think you hit every show. Great. Um, because what I'm about to show you on this camera is what I do on my phone while my switch is charging. What? Are you playing Animal Crossing Pocket Camp? You are. I'm You're playing, playing Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing Pocket <laughs> Camp. <laughs> yes. 
this is something else we should talk about very briefly is that since the last time we did a black mirror episode i have dived in on animal crossing so yeah, i'm also um i'm also a live streamer i i do game streaming i've i used start, I started that on youtube i recently moved that over to twitch um, because my YouTube, I'm trying to just focus on all my sci-fi creations. I make sci-fi synth pop music. I have a new show called Mercury Rising that's sort of a, a parody news show that has some real science in it, but then a lot of just ridiculousness. So that's all happening on my YouTube page. And then on Twitch, I do uh, live game streaming. And someone recently donated 60 bucks for me to pick up Animal Crossing. Adam, F, thank you so much, Adam. I appreciate yes, Adam. you. And I have gone hardcore. Like last time you were here, on Space Nerds, we talked about how I wasn't super interested okay. in Animal Crossing. Okay, this is where I, I come in. I have gone hard. Like, I'm mean, a week and a half in. I'm almost at 100 hours. Everybody listening. <laughs> he was like, I said, I just got into this game. Like, it was cute. So, the game came out on March 20th. I bought it on March 24th. There has not been a day that I have not played Animal Crossing since March 24th. Yeah. It is almost two months. Sunday will be two months. And... Um, Jesse was like, yeah, I don't know. It just seems really cutesy, you know, but you've made me want to play like Stardew Valley. So I'll play that a couple times. Cool, cool, cool. I, love so I was like, okay, Valley. well, I don't want to be like, you know, annoying about it. I just think it's really cute. And I'm like, and then if you get it, I'm already further ahead. So I can start to help you with things if you need it. Yeah. Because some of the hardest parts about this game is like, you get to a point where like you need stuff and you don't know how to get it. And that's where I was. And I was like, I don't really think this is fun because I don't know how to get this. And like, there's no, no one tells me how to do anything. Um, and apparently that Tom Nook told me, but I didn't pay attention. <laughs> anyway, so, so I go, okay, so maybe you might enjoy it. And Jesse, just said, oh, I didn't, I meant to tell you, like Adam gifted me Animal Crossing. I was like, oh, cool. Like, you'll have to let me know what you think. He tries it and he's like, yeah, so I love it. Yeah. So, um, it was like immediate. Like, immediate and i was like yes <laughs> yeah i made a custom design i made a uh, custom design of the space nerds logo yeah and i'm gonna post that up on twitter so if anyone wants to wear a space nerds t-shirt in animal crossing hit me up on twitter at okay. space nerd jesse <laughs> so, yeah, so we actually recorded a patron cast about this last time that's something yep. else i should mention is that we have a new patreon patreon.com slash space nerds podcast where we're doing a whole bunch of patron casts just for our so far one patron, hopefully more in the future. <laughs> um, and there's a ton of content there because I, before we changed the name of this show from Sci-Fi with Jesse Mercury to Space Nerds, I had an old patron cast called the Sci-Fi Project Podcast. And there's 37 episodes of that for our higher tier patrons. There's a ton of content on there. So if anyone's interested in supporting this show, helping us keep the lights on in this podcast, our first goal is that I am paying uh, around 15 bucks a month to host this podcast on my web hosting service. And I would love help paying, the, paying for that because because i'm broke <laughs> hey. yeah people aren't working right now so nobody's working yeah so i also like while we're kind of reintroducing the show why don't we reintroduce ourselves who are you alexandria oh hi everyone i am alexandria henderson i am a singer who acts like she can dance here in seattle washington uh i act as my main job i'm an actor <laughs> and so right now i'm kind of waiting for everyone to be safe and healthy so that we can go back to the theater and get back to creating wonderful wonderful things um i <clears throat> excuse me i met jesse a few years back um when he came well okay 
He came to see Andy in a concert that we were both. Andy is his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and uh, and we also were, a space nerd. And also a space nerd. Oh, that's right. You've already introduced her. Okay, great. <laughs> um, I always feel like they should know who she is because she's wonderful. Um, and we were in a concert. We were in a cover band together, Andy, myself, and Sarah. Yes. So it's also really funny because in the Space Nerds photo, we're all kind of in a trio, too. Yeah. And so it kind of looks like that. Just a Oh, you bit. are. Yeah, you totally yeah. are. We're That's in a funny. trio. Yeah. And so um, uh, we were in a cover band together, and, and Jesse came to see us in concert. And I, like, briefly met him. But then uh, I met him more as, like, we all started hanging out yeah. and uh, invited him to my birthday party or... Well, I invited Andy, no shade. I invited Andy and she's like, can I bring Jesse? And I was like, hell yeah. That's so how I get invited like, anywhere these days. But I just want to make sure that you know that not that you weren't my first thought. I didn't know you very well, but I was like, I don't mind at all if you bring Jesse. And it was my 30th birthday. So it was kind of a big deal. And then he invited me to his birthday. Mm-hmm. And that was when he ruined my life by having me play Mario Kart 64 and then immediately playing Mario Kart 8 on the Switch. Yeah. Um, and I knew that I would be going out of town to do a show uh, in Texas later that year. And I asked my parents for Christmas to get me a Switch and Mario Kart. And they did. And it was so dope. And so I played nothing but Mario Kart for two months straight down in Texas. And then came back and... Well, and throughout that whole time, Jesse and I were like meeting up and talking and like having conversation. And I was reading a book series at the time that uh i thought oh was really great uh called the lunar chronicles and it's like um fairy tale but set in the future and quite dystopian Mm. and so there's like cinderella little red riding hood rapunzel and one more girl that i can't remember snow white and um they're all these characters set in space and oh my god that sounds great I've told you about this so many times. I have all the books. So if you ever want to read them, I will let you borrow them because okay. I have them. I have the full series. Yeah. Um, and we, have, we talk a lot and obviously don't listen to each other that much. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. And so as I was reading that, I was explaining to Jesse and he was like, oh, because he asked me if I was into sci-fi and I was like, no. The <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so no was quick and it was judgmental. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. your thing. It's fine. And then he was like, oh, what's this? And I explained like part of the book. And he was like, that's sci-fi. And I was like, no, it's not. And he was like, yeah, that's science fiction because Cinderella is half cyborg. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And I didn't even know it. Um, So... Yeah, and like I, we the more we talk about what you consume, like a lot of it was sci-fi. It's so fucking weird. And then as I told him that I really enjoyed uh Black Mirror, he was like, "Yeah, that's sci-fi." And so he's like, "I've always wanted to have like a a Black Mirror." Like he said I wanted to watch them, but maybe I can like watch each episode and we can start a podcast about it. And I've yeah. seen everything. I've seen every every season and the interactive movie that will come at the end that he doesn't know about or maybe knows about do you know about it uh bandersnatch okay so you do know about it i okay. know that it exists i don't really know what it is you won't know until we're done so it i doesn't can't matter. wait yeah we'll end on a bang with, so, with black mirror uh, all of our new listeners please be sure to go back and binge the other episodes if you want to watch uh black mirror along with us and listen to our thoughts um comment tweet jesse with some of your theory because we have theories about things that happen in certain episodes so you can tweet your theories i say tweet jesse because you can tweet me but 
I've like, let me tell you about Twitter and me. We, we are cute. We are like, we are like peanut butter and jelly, which is like, it's delicious, but you're not eating it every day. Yeah. So just know you can tweet me at M I S S A J H E N D E R S O N. Uh, but I sometimes, sometimes I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, and I've got I've got links to either Twitter or Instagram for all the space nerds in the description of every podcast if people want to reach out to us individually, or you can always email us, spacenerdspodcast at gmail.com. You can head to my website, jessemercury.com, and comment on any episodes. There's lots of ways to reach out to us, and we want to yeah, hear from you. I, we like, do. If you're listening to this podcast, and you're like, these people have no idea what they're talking about. That's not what happened in this episode. Prove it by writing to us and telling us. We will talk about it and we'll enjoy also, the fuck out of it too. And please know that like we don't claim to know shit. No, we don't. Not so <laughs> there was one episode that we had differing opinions on about a character, uh, the um, the sex club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where like we came at it from different uh, point, points of view and Jesse was like, Oh, I didn't think of it that way, and that makes me happy to think of it that way. Yeah, and, I like because of the girl, the yeah. girl's character. But we don't know because we're also not in Charlie Brooker's mind, right? So we don't know any of this. And like season three, thank goodness, I think is still Charlie Brooker's season. But mm. we're starting to transition into American. So season three starts with it going to Netflix. Uh, n- n- not maybe. Yeah, I just read that it was. Uh, I just looked up uh, the first one nosedive, and it says that it's. It's on the, Netflix now instead of on uh, whatever BBC. BBC. Okay. So like we, when America took over, uh, I believe that there is a slight decline in uh, quality yeah. of the storylines, but they still raise really good points. And, and I think season three straddles that line. So there are five seasons and I think seasons one and two were like, excuse me, pure, black mirror hmm. season three kind of like rides this fine line and then four and five we can just talk about when we get there yeah so. well yeah we generally do one episode per podcast unless the episodes seem like they might not have we might not have as much to say about them in which case we kind of mm. double up which we've only done once and we're going to do again because yeah. you've already so we can already tell the people next week unless you don't want them to know that the episode we're, we're talking today about nosedive yeah season three episode one but season three, episode two is called Playtest, and I cannot watch that one again. <laughs> so Jesse's going to watch it, and we're going to talk about it. But if I like draw a blank or if I just can't converse, we might move on to the one after that, which will have so much to talk about. So I yeah. don't even know. If, maybe you want to just save that sec- the f- season episode three for its own podcast, or we just lightly touch on Playtest. Yeah. I, I can't. I, when you see it, you'll know why there's so many. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, let's, let's plan on doing two next time. Okay. We'll, we'll touch on play tests and then move on to the other. Cause we Great. did that for, um, Waldo moment and white Christmas and it worked out really well. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then we don't just talk about science fiction. We also talk about science facts with the space news. And I feel like it is past time for the space news. What do you think? True. Alexandra? So this was a wonderful introduction. This yeah. is kind of how we are. Yes. We do lots of tangents, but we talk about dystopian fiction and yeah. then some science shit. And what the new listeners will get that no, most people don't is that most of the time, Jesse is bringing me some space news article that yeah. I am skeptical about, <laughs> but not this time. Yeah. So who is our voiceover guy? Justin. Justin, roll that beautiful bean footage. Space 
Space News! Jesse, are you ready for some Space News? I'm almost ready. I know that this podcast has been nothing but sidetracked so far. <laughs> But I just want to share the fact that we just went on a tangent about baked beans for like seven and eight minutes. We did. And and we're like, okay, this can't go on the podcast. So we just yes. accidentally recorded a patron cast. It'll yep. be up at Space Nerds. Wait, nope. Patreon.com slash Space Nerds podcast. If you want to know what the fuck Aunt Alexandra meant when she said roll that beautiful bean footage, we now it's know. It's wonderful. Yes. Anyway, now I'm ready. I'm ready for okay. the Space News. Hit me. Also, people who are new listening, I don't normally bring the Space News, but for the last month and a half, I've had really great uh, interactions with people who want to know more about space. And so I end up looking up and researching some things whoa. and then sending them to Jesse to talk about. Wh so today... And whoa, 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 whoa. Who, who are you having space interactions with? Now I'm jealous again. You don't need to be jealous. You know who they are. They're my explorers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. You, you talked about that a little bit. I do. Yeah. Let's skip over that, though. Uh, we, we, if we... If we don't, we'll never finish this podcast. Okay. We haven't even started <laughs> we talking have not about started what we're podcast. supposed to talk about yet. So we're going to do this right now. Here we go. And people will be able to, depending on when this drops, if it drops before Tuesday, people will be able to look out for this. It will drop before Tuesday for sure. I'm going to hit refresh just to make sure that nothing has been updated. Hold on. <laughs> Great. NASA sets May 27th launch date for SpaceX commercial crew test flight. Wow. And SpaceX is, is that Elon Musk's company? It is. And I totally knew that. <laughs> um, NASA announced April 17th that it has set a May 27th launch date for a SpaceX commercial crew test flight. That will be the first mission to launch NASA astronauts into orbit from the United States in nearly a decade. Wow. Oh, this is so fucking weird. Okay, keep going, keep going. NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine yes, announced the launch date in a tweet saying that NASA will once again launch American astronauts on American rockets from American soil. <laughs> I'm guessing he's Southern. The agency had previously <laughs> stated it anticipated a launch in mid to late May, but had not given a specific date before this announcement. The May 27th launch, which would take place at 4.32 p.m., Eastern from Launch Complex 39A at the Kennedy Space Center will be will place a Crew Dragon spacecraft into orbit with NASA astronauts Bob Benkin and Doug Hurley into orbit. Okay. And then the spacecraft will dock in the International Space Station less than 24 hours 24 hours later for what NASA calls an extended stay there. Wow. I mean, I I always get so excited when people are going into space i always get excited by that but this is interesting because i mean we have nasa astronauts riding in an elon musk designed spacecraft that's so weird it's so I'm weird nodding. like our whole childhoods uh like nasa was the only way to space and that is right now changing and this is like the first time that nasa is working with like a private company to put people into space that's it's for me it's just like bizarre i don't know why i find it so weird but it's also the first step towards the sort of intergalactic travel that i've always dreamed about since i was a kid indeed and there are very important things to be followed up with so i'm going to continue reading the article because it just made my eyes brows raise very high do it spacex has been wrapping up parachute testing despite an incident in a march 24th test where a test article had to be released early from a helicopter the parachute system was not armed at the time of the release and thus did not deploy. 
the test article was destroyed on impact with the ground. SpaceX noted that in April, I'm sorry, noted in an April 17th statement that despite this incident, it had completed 26 tests of the new Mark III parachute system to date, including during the in-flight abort test of a Crew Dragon spacecraft in January. Industry sources say at least one more parachute test is scheduled before the Demo 2 launch. Hmm. Wow. Now it makes it a little scarier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Benkin and Hurley have been tra- completing training for the mission, such as series of simulations from launch to docking, as well as undocking and preparations for re-entry and splashdown. They have also been training for ISS operations, given that their mission, which originally was to spend only a couple weeks at the ISS, will now likely last for two to three months. So next Wednesday, the 27th, we can witness history. That's the reason why I wanted to bring it up anyway, yeah. because like it's something that we can actually see happen um, and maybe watch the news for something positive. Yeah. But this it's just really interesting that like now a private company is involved. You know, like yeah. we always think about NASA being this, you know, the only space organization as long as far as, you know, America goes. Like there's obviously big things happening in space in other countries these days. Yeah. But like the way that Americans are brought up and the way that we're taught about these things is like, Oh yeah, we won the space race. Like we're the, the big dogs in space and all that shit. And, Mm -hmm. and it's just interesting that like the world is changing so much right now where other, other countries are like really involved in doing so much like India and China um, doing so much in space right now. And then America is coming out with the space force. Like we're going to militarize space, which I have like very conflicted, feelings about because i Mm -hmm. want there to be i want there to be more space exploration i want there to be more reasons for people to go up into space but But i also war but not for war no i don't i don't want like that grosses me out it really bums me out um i actually flagged an article for future space news um that we'll talk about another day about accords for how to act in space now that so many people are going accords yeah so it's a really interesting time and i i do feel strange about a private company being involved with with NASA and I really don't know why I feel strange about that. I think just cuz it's so new and yeah. and like it's actually happening next week where people are going up into space. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just the whole thing is I don't know, it's so interesting. But like when I think about private companies sending private citizens into space, I have completely different feelings about it. I feel like excited about that because I I feel like there could be a but chance why? for me. Because astronauts have more tra- training, though. Oh, sure. Yeah, I, I guess, like, I don't know. I mean, because, like, we I'd think much about... rather astronauts who know the risk be sent up sure. than private citizens who are just like, I want to go to the moon. Sure, yeah, that's a really, really good point. I guess I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, the future of mm. commercial space flight where potentially I could go into space, which is a mm-hmm. lifelong dream. So, like, be in space, orbiting the planet, looking down on planet Earth is a lifelong dream. I've always wanted that. And the fact that that is now, like, a flicker of possibility in the future is so exciting to me. Um, But at the same time, like, I I don't know, like, something about NASA is so, you know, it's like the holy grail of space exploration. At least it has been my whole life. Um, And, like, we've been grown up to believe that NASA is, like, the one thing going to space, even though that's not even true. Um, Right. But but now it's really not true. You know, now it's not true in a whole bunch of different ways. And also, like, the idea that um, 
that NASA might know already if there are aliens and just hasn't told anyone, you know, like mm-hmm. that's a real possibility. Oh, you know, the whole UFO thing came out a couple yeah. weeks back. Yeah. I've been working on the next Mercury rising episode for YouTube is, is talking about that, about how nice. there's this UFO footage that was recently confirmed to be real. Not to say that it is aliens for sure, but it like UFOs are unidentified, unidentified flying objects. Yeah. And uh, I think it was the Navy or the Air Force. It's either the Navy or the Air Force that took some footage of UFOs that leaked, and NASA has since confirmed that it I think is it was real. The Navy. It was the Navy. Yeah, I think that mm-hmm. sounds right. Um, so that footage is real. Like we have real footage of UFOs. Whether or not it's aliens, we don't know. We don't know what it was because it was unidentified. But there's always been these conspiracy theories about like Roswell and um, you know all, all this stuff. Like what if? the government already knows about aliens and that's all tied up in NASA and like, you know, all these stories about people when they become president, learning all the secrets of like aliens existing and all that stuff. And who knows if any of that is true or not. But, um, but yeah, it's just interesting that like the lines of government and corporations are being blurred in a way that uh, this is it. I got it. That's what makes me uncomfortable is that corporations and government are blurring in a way that scares me Mm. where like lobbying, been happening sure absolutely but it hasn't happened in nasa before and i uh, and i, I oh, have, oh, so space was untouched you're like ha we have this one thing that you're holding on to and then the government's like nah we got that too i get yeah like sci- it's not just space but science in general like i yeah. i look at science as something that is um well science is supposed to be outside of political influence it's supposed to be just looking at what's true and what's real and mm-hmm. trying to describe that to the best of our ability and the the field of science that always interested me the most was you know astrophysics space exploration like finding out our place in the universe and and i don't know like i mean i own stock in tesla which is elon musk's company like one of his many companies and he's like talking about sending people to mars and um but he's also like kind of a crazy person and he's always in the news like saying some weird shit and I'm like should I sell this stock because every time he opens his mouth this stock like plummets in price. Yikes. <laughs> um but but anyway it's like this blending of of something that I look at as this pure thing of space exploration being mixed in with like economics and politics and commerce and that all makes me uncomfortable. Like th- we talked about this on the space news, uh, like a month or two ago about Elon Musk wanting to send people to Mars and starting, um, you know, a society there where he would basically be the de facto ruler. Uh, yeah. And like, that makes me really uncomfortable. Like I, and I people would take out loans. Yeah. People would take out loans to go to Mars and then work for him for the rest of their lives. Uh, I don't know. Like we got to work our shit out. And I have no idea if, if there's anything amiss happening Probably not. You know, this is just me being paranoid um, with this launch happening next week. But it just brings yeah. up these feelings, like of this like conflicted feeling in me. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah. Like, because it's going to happen on the 27th unless it's pushed back. Yeah. So. Yeah. And playing devil's advocate against myself, like the other side of my conflicted feelings is I'm very excited that because of what Elon Musk is doing, there's going to be a lot more space flights happening. And yeah. we might learn a whole hell of a lot more about our world because of this one man. And that's amazing. You know, yeah. that's exciting to me. So I'm, it's not all, it's not all weird feelings, but I, my, my trust is gone. Like I don't trust the government. I don't trust like, po- like politics and commerce. Everything is like shattered, you know, yeah. no, nothing makes sense anymore. And I don't want it to ruin space. I get you. Like that's your pure thing. Yeah. And that's the space news. That's That's the space news. (laughs) Space news. All right. Well, the time has come 
No stop. We're going to no stop into a show. <laughs> We're talking about Nosedive, episode one of the third yes. season of Black Mirror. Yes. Let's fucking do it. I actually pulled this up on Wikipedia because there's some like really great info just right at the top of this article that I think would set up this conversation really well. Do you mind if I just read to you for a second? Oh, read to me, Jesse. What is that voice? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to start reading. Nosedive is the first episode in the third series of the British science fiction anthology series Black Mirror. Uh, Michael Schur and Rashida Jones wrote the teleplay for the episode. Oh! Uh, yeah, Michael Schur from The Office and Rashida Jones, Rashida Jones. also from The Office. Uh, based on a story by also series... Also from Rec and also Quincy Jones' daughter. Keep going! Exactly, exactly. Based on a story by series creator and co-showrunner Charlie Brooker. While Joe Wright acted as director. It premiered on Netflix on the 21st of October, 2016, alongside the rest of the third series. The episode is set in a world where people can rate each other from one to five stars for every interaction they have, which, can, which can impact their socioeconomic status. Whew. Lacey, played by Bryce Dallas Howard, is a young woman overly obsessed with her ratings. She finds an opportunity to elevate her ratings greatly and move into a more luxurious residence after being chosen by her popular childhood friend, played by Alice Eve, as the maid of honor for her wedding. Her obsession leads to several mishaps on her journey to the wedding that culminate in a rapid reduction in her ratings. And just one, uh. more, one more thing I wanted to point out here is that there are two real-life apps that are very similar to the app that we see in the episode. One is called People, um, and then one which is like an app in, you know, uh, like America and other countries. But then there's one that's just in China called The Social Credit System, which is a nationwide reputation system being developed by the Chinese government. And it, this has been going on since 2009. They've been developing this, and it's still like an upcoming thing. I, I didn't even know that this existed, but basically China is building what we saw in Nosedive, something very similar to it that will affect people through blacklisting and whitelisting. And I did a little reading about this. Um, so stuff like uh, uh, being dishonest or fraudulent financial behavior, um, playing loud music or eating in rapid transits, violating traffic rules, jaywalking... Um, making reservations at restaurants but not showing up, all of this could impact you negatively in this social credit system in China that can have real-life uh, implications for your own life. Like, that is being developed right now. So this episode is an amazing one to talk about right now because we're living at the crux of this actually happening. And I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the man who died who gave the right to me. Look here. There's never been a time that I have not wanted to be anything else but American. Because I feel like, so we if we get into it, before we go down like the storyline of the storyline, like just talking about what you just said. Yeah. Sometimes you have a bad day. Yes. Does that mean that your whole life should be ruined because you have a bad day? Right. No. Right. And I feel like, let's keep talking about the episode because I feel like a lot of it starts to happen and unravel and she's just having a bad day. Right. And it like catapults. Yeah, like the titular nosedive happens because of just some bad luck at the airport that yep. culminates in just before, her having a really bad day. Right before that, actually, even before yeah. the airport. Yeah. So, yeah, let's keep going. Yeah. Well, do you, let's, do you want to dive into the, the story of the episode itself? I actually want to hear what yes. you just said. There's, 
there's no time that you were more excited to be American than right now because of what's happening in China. Is that what you're saying? Well, just because of that app, because I feel like if you if we're just talking about that app, right? Yeah. Like there are so many other countries, so many other countries are doing so many other things better than America right now. Yeah. But I feel like rating people on social interactions is 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 just stupid. Because sometimes you have a, like, seriously, sometimes you have a bad day. I like to think that I'm a good person, but sometimes I cut people off on the freeway. If I'm having a bad day, you're going to catch these words. You're going to see me yelling behind my, behind my steering wheel. Like, and maybe that could help us, like, control the way that we respond to things. But we're human. Sometimes yeah. we're not going to do the right things. And I feel like, so in this episode, right, we see her, Lacey, just working her humdrum job. Um, I want to know the beginnings. I always, I always want to know the origin to where these people are in their stories. You have, uh, she, Lacey lives with her brother and they're about to be, uh, the landlords are selling their house. So more people are coming to look at it. So she has to go find another place to live. He is like, you can kind of tell what their rating is by the color clothes they wear. Hmm. He's in like a stale blue. He's oh. a two, he's a two point. I think she said a 2.5. Yeah. Like he just and doesn't give a shit. No, and that's very, very low. Yeah. She, um, and he's like, whatever, I'll just live with my friends. I already have a room set up. And he's happy in his 2.5-ness because he's, and that's the lower end of the scale, obviously, out of five stars. And he's just making, making do getting by. Yeah. She wants to go live in an influencer's apartment in Pelican <laughs> Cove. Right. And the girl said, did you, did you pay attention to like all the little idiots? Cause I just watched this again. So I have like yeah. tons of immediate detail. She goes and visits this dream apartment and they talk about all the amenities on site. And she goes, Oh, um, so you're a 4.2. That's great. Here's your price. And the girl, Lacey's eyes go super wide. And Lacey says, and, and how much is that? And she's, Oh, that's weekly. Like <laughs> she had to pay that amount weekly. And she said, Oh, but if you could bump yourself to a four or five, you can get 20% off. And so that yeah. shows you the higher rating you are, the better you get, the more ahead you get in life. Right. There's like a parallel to, to real life, just like playing the game of society here, where like if you want a certain job, you have to wear a suit and tie if you're a guy. Yep. You know, like you have to follow these like social standards to be accepted. And then yep. there's these like people who, you know, are like, wearing you know punk rock clothing and just living the life they want to live who do don't, they give, live. don't give two shits about about this and like look at those people as suits you know like there there's that element in real life yeah. where you either like play the game or you don't and there's people who like i'm actually someone who straddles both sides where like i've had office jobs where i've had to wear a suit and tie to work every day but like in my but i'd rather i'd rather just like wear my <laughs> wear my tank tops and like wear my star trek shirts and like buff arms <laughs> okay can i can i can i insert a tangent story real quick sure i worked in a day job where um i started uh straight out of college it was an entry-level position and they paid dirt they paid like nothing but they believed that they were giving their workers the world <laughs> so i'm wearing what i'm wearing out of college which is very business cash mm -hmm. like like not even borderline just casual but just with a slack a slack and a nice top um i wanted to get a a raise to become the customer service rep lead because my i've always valued good customer service and i feel like if i ever stop acting even though i hate 
the corporate America scene, I would absolutely go into training customer service reps because mm-hmm. there's a way to give good service and not everybody knows. And so I would want to go into that. And so I said, I want to be a CSR lead and I want to help train the new, the incoming people on how to give good service. Uh, my supervisor at the time is like, you know, we just don't have any openings like that, but here's a checklist of things that we would like to see you do to show us that you are ready for a promotion. And it was just like my style of dress, hmm. my, um, my, uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, when you're like tardy, what is it? Uh, uh punctuality attendance, my okay. attendance. So the punctuality, but like my attendance record, like making sure to get that all cleared up. Yeah. And I crossed everything off the list. I went shopping at express because that was where that, that, that company was like, you bought things from express and very business formal. So people shopped at express. That was what you, that's just what you did. And so I came in with a completely revamped lifestyle. I was always like 10 minutes early (laughs) doing the most please. And thank you, blah, 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 all of that. And then the um, supervisor calls me to her office and says, we have a promotion for you. It's for a sales administrative position. And I said, Oh, I wanted to be a CSR lead. She said, well, we just don't have that role, but we want to be able to give you something because you've been working really hard. I see that you've checked everything off the list, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you so much. Sure, I will accept. I mean, it's not what I want to be doing, but it's a raise and I need it. And I just moved into my apartment Um, and I accepted it. I'm not kidding you. Two days later, they announced a girl who had been hired after me that was being promoted to CSR lead. Uh-huh. Like I had just accepted the sales position and they promoted somebody else. And I went back into my supervisor's office and I was just like, so I want you to tell me straight up because I've never been a, they, they say open door policy. So I always confront them because that's what I do. <laughs> so tell me straight up. Like I thought I'd get taken everything that you said and become this amazing blah, blah, blah. Like, why didn't I get that? She goes, well, there was no way to know that that role was going to be available. And so playing that whole thing, dressing a certain way, doing whatever you can to be rated well. Yeah. Like I have done that. (laughs) And I guess in a way that I'm still kind of doing it in theater, but like I have done all of that. And it's so silly. It's so silly. So to see Lacey like scraping by with her fingernails, like it's just my heart leapt for her. Like it got to the point where like she would like order a coffee and a cookie and try and take the perfect bite out of right, the cookie right. to take a picture to see how many, and that's Instagram, the perfect picture to see how many likes she could get. Yeah. I mean, that's the other side of this is like self-validation where yeah. like, I mean, everybody needs self-validation and mm-hmm. I mean, everybody craves it, I think to a certain degree, but, and social media can provide it in a way that can be, like really exhilarating, but also really dangerous because the first time you have a post, you know, get a lot of likes, you're like, Oh, I should do that again. Because like people like that. I should do that again. Um, And like, as a content creator, I fall into this trap all the time and I've done some real hard work, like mental work to, to keep myself on track and to keep myself just making what I love regardless of, you know, the, the feedback to it. Like, but you have to take feedback into account to a degree, but you can't, like throw away everything you're doing and keep changing everything based off of every piece of feedback. You have to be secure in who you are and, you know, be yourself. Like that's the most important thing. And I remember we talked about that a little bit. Someone had given you some feedback and you asked, should I blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I said, 
if this gets to a point where it's no longer fun for you, I don't want to do it. Yeah, totally. Because I, I can see, I saw it and I was like, I see that you're taking that feedback and you're like running with it. Yeah. But also you have a really great thing going and like, as long as you keep your jesse's intentions for it the way that it's supposed to be then it's all going to work out how it's supposed to work out but going back to doing something for for views or for acceptance or for like for likes yeah like you don't that that won't sorry sorry to interrupt it's like you literally can't please everyone so cannot like whatever piece of feedback you get someone else is going to think the opposite is true um, but and that's why this episode is so interesting because there is sort of this like unified accepted theory of social behavior that everyone yeah. seems to be buying into because of this app. It's like if you want to have a high rating, you have to be like these influencers. Yeah. And so there's like these people at the top, like Alice Eve's character, who are like owning the system because they're you know naturally beautiful and they're posting all this stuff that gets all these likes and time um, out though <laughs> is. Naomi was she naturally beautiful she reminded me because you can see Lacey pulled up like the top the top influencers on whatever app that was they were all these like I put in quotes blonde bombshells yeah because and sometimes uh, not to be problematic but like not to say that blondes are not beautiful but like okay so those girls that were listed on those on that app is like top five i was like okay maybe but <laughs> not, and your, not your was, flavor as they'd say no but like Naomi was cute, but like okay like she wasn't gorgeous like i've seen some blonde bombshells and none of those influencers were it so it's just like what what privilege did she have that put sure. her in contact with higher rated people who rated her high enough and that she got into those higher social circles and then just kind of became like this and like, oh my God. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so to progress in the story, unless you, I see you just, your lips were about to move. Do you want to oh, say well, something? I, I think that, I mean, I think Alice Eve is, is a bombshell. I think she's gorgeous. But I hear what you're saying that like the show is presenting. It's like you can only be the top influencer if you're like a, a white blonde woman which is which is a statement on our society i think that i True. hope is train is changing but I, I mean alice eve was in star trek into darkness and she was great as carol marcus so, so. i might look <laughs> her up outside of this episode but because of who she played i don't think she's attractive and also mm. because because in that list of like the top eight whoever they were she was one of four blondes girls right 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 who were just like cute right. to me do you know what I mean? And yeah. I don't want to t- call the actress ugly. I don't think the actress is ugly. I think the character she played took her attractiveness down to me. So yeah. I'm like, I can't see her other than this like bleh, character. Yeah, and I, I'd seen her in in Star Trek first, so okay, I good. thought this. I thought that this was great casting. Where I thought she um, filled that role of like this vapid influencer yeah. really yeah, yeah, well. Yeah. Okay, um, great. Because I, you know. Like beauty standards are obviously are a whole conversation, very problematic, and they're still there. Yeah, um, but as far as like this episode goes and this storyline goes, I felt like she looked the part um, enough to make me believe what was happening. You know what I mean? Okay, so great. So yeah. to progress the story forward in that, Naomi and Lacey were old friends. Yeah, back in the day. So, so somehow Naomi got into higher circles. Lacey is still running this humdrum four point two life. <laughs> 
but she's following Naomi and fo- and five starring everything, liking everything. It's like on Instagram when you follow your favorite influencer and you just like every post. You have to comment on every post yeah. in hopes that they will see you. This has happened in real life. If I may tangent one more time, <laughs> Cardi B joined Instagram. Now Cardi B was just a regular human being. She's stunning, by the way. But Cardi B was just a regular human being who was on Love and Hip Hop. She had made a couple mixtapes. Really great rapper. Blah blah blah. She hit fame stardom with her single bodak yellow and then like went through the stratosphere yeah she has uh, a follower named i am jacinia the follower commented on everything cardi posted commented <laughs> and liked commented and liked and you want to know why i know because i am jacinia is now verified on instagram because cardi b followed her back and because everyone kept hating on Jacinia for commenting on every photo, like, oh, you're thirsty, you're thirsty. That's why you keep commenting on her stuff so that maybe she'll see you. And Cardi B followed her back and immediately bumped I am Jacinia up and made her verified. Are you looking her up? No, no, no. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, listening. I'm okay, listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I thought, because I can show you a picture of I am Jacinia. She's gorgeous. But like, she is now. Yeah. Like super, super. She has her check mark. She is, and she and she's famous because because someone else followed her, and that's really why. Like she doesn't yeah. do anything for herself. Is she like a model? No, or- she's like a, she's like an Instagram influencer. Uh huh. And like I'm I'm showing you guys. I'm showing uh, Jesse her Instagram on via on this camera. Yeah. And she just posts little pictures. She's gorgeous. Look at her booty. Like she's, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like she's just a beautiful Instagram model, and she became verified because cardi b followed her back wow yeah and so that's like, kind of what what the main character is that's like legit what for. this app is doing yes yeah what the show is talking about so naomi and lacy were old friends lacy is liking everything naomi posts finally lacy's just like hmm and posts a picture of this childhood stuffed animal called mr rags <laughs> which gets naomi's attention who yeah. fives and naomi five stars mr rags because yeah. the back yeah, go for it. I just want to say that, like, all of this reminds me so much of, like, the game streaming world where, uh-huh. like, uh, there's this thing called raids when you're game streaming where a bigger streamer or, like, when, when any streamer ends their stream, they'll look who else is streaming and direct their audience to that person's stream. And if you're a big streamer and you direct your audience to a small streamer, you can, like, make their career overnight uh, or at least uh, give them, like, a head start. Right. Um, and, like, I, back when I started streaming on YouTube, my biggest influence for what i was doing was the streamer called ryukar and he raided me like on my like ninth stream or something like that huh. um, yeah and like hundreds of people came into my stream out of nowhere and he's actually raided me several times since then like we've exchanged a couple of messages back and forth like he knows my name he knows who i am and that's really i think really you cool. did a raid stream of his and he said oh hey jesse like yeah. he he knows you yeah he knows you're me the, and you're the besties yeah and then uh, like there's this slippery slope of like, oh, well, maybe I should just stream when Ryukar's on because maybe he'll raid me ah, again. Yeah. And like, all of these ideas that like pop in my head that I have to like shut down because that is not how you want to live. You know, it's no. you're not doing things for you anymore. You're doing them for attention. You're doing them for, um, for followers, for, for likes. followers, for likes. Yeah. And, yep. and those like if followers and likes don't come naturally, they aren't worthwhile, in my opinion. And they're not going to stay. Yeah, exactly. They, it's not like quality uh interactions that you're having like having having one person 
who like this guy Evan who's been listening to this show since the very beginning um he he's always like sharing it and he and I have become friends like through his interactions with the show and um and it's awesome like he started podcasting now and his podcast is great you guys should check him out uh his podcast is called From the Wastes highly recommend um and that like interaction that one guy who I randomly followed on Twitter one day who became like this driving force for me feeling like I actually had someone listening to the show um is worth so much more than like uh a hundred people who maybe um follow the show but never listen or something like that you know so like having quality interactions is so important and also like I don't know there's there's something at the root of this episode that really speaks to our generation yeah where people are driven by the desire for likes and follows and like we have a lot of friends who are creative people who are doing all sorts of content creation and like we have friends that I won't name who I have followed on Instagram where I've had to like unfollow their stories because it's all it's all like self-promotion in a way that annoys me and then i'm over here making all this sci-fi content self-promoting all the time but i'm trying not to push it in people's faces and like be careful about how i do it and not flood my personal um like my instagram or my facebook with stuff like i've made a a facebook business page where i post everything so if you want to know what i'm doing that's where it is and um you know i use different social media in different ways and i'm we've talked about this before on the podcast but i'm still like kind of working out what i want to do with that because I don't want to be one of those people that's like um, using their friends to boost their content. Like I, and that's exactly what Lacey's doing. She's like using her childhood friend yep. to try to boost her rating. Yep. And it's not quality. Like that's right. what you said too. It's like the quality of these interactions are down. Like you can see um, we, there's another scene where like a coworker comes up to Lacey and offers her a smoothie uh-huh. And she oh, was like, yeah. oh, hi, Chester. And yeah. he's like, hi, I brought everyone smoothies. But she can tell by his the color of his clothing mm-hmm. that he had gotten demoted. His his clothing is now green. Huh. Everyone is wearing, everyone in a four is wearing pink. I did not pick that, the color you thing didn't, Yeah, so he's wearing green. He's offering her a green smoothie. He puts her, he puts, he puts it down and walk, and, but she, and he like waits for her to take a sip. And so she takes a sip. And then, and she goes, oh, ah, and like rates him five stars. And then he rates her five stars. And then as he walks away, her, a coworker comes out of that cubicle and is just like, hey, we don't talk to Chester anymore. Right. And there, and he, she's like, why? What happened? Him and Gilbert, Greg, somebody with a G, Greg broke up. And like, oh, that's so sad. Oh, no, no, no. We're on Greg's side. Yeah. And then like rated him down while talking to her. And then three people anonymously in the office rated her down for uh-huh. talking to Chester. Right. And that's yeah. another thing. These it's anonymous terrifying. ratings are like. Like anyone, anyone you walk near, you can then rate is like kind yeah. of the implication. So anyone yeah. you have any interaction with. Cause it's in your, there's like an implant in your eye that you can yeah. see all of their, their, their whole profile or whatever. Yeah. And I remember when people was first announced that social media app where you do rate people, um, like that was announced a few years back and there was this massive outcry against it. And the version of the app they ended up releasing was like really watered down. But I remember my friends like talking about it. It's like, Hey, I'm on this. I want you to rate everything. I'm like, um, I know that this is the worst thing ever, but I can't help myself. I feel like we all kind of know that it's wrong, but do it anyway. Cause we can't help, but want that, want to know, we want to know what other people think about us. I think Instagram and, and Facebook are enough for me. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. I, I would like never join people. I can't. I have already done the roller coaster of posting something for likes and yeah. going back to see if it was well received. Yeah. I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. Yeah. I am. I am an artist. 
I don't have, uh, in, in this day of the quarantine, self-isolation, COVID-19, I have not felt the desire to create for applause. So I don't, I don't care anymore. Yeah. But if I were like, if I needed that audience applause and I can't get it because theaters are closed, that's a lot of what people are doing on Instagram. It's like just <laughs> completely streaming their lives as if we care and to get us to like, like give them something. They crave that acceptance from yeah. an audience that they can't get right now. Yeah. And so I am, I've already played that game. I've done the thing where I posted something that I thought would be really great and nobody liked it. So like most of my posts on Instagram are like, me trying to be sexy, which it sometimes fails. Uh, me trying to be like, if I'm feel cute, then I post. If I have something going on, then I post. But I used to be the one that tried to post like catchy things, a cute right. meme here. Da, 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 da. Like I can't do that anymore. I can't play that race. As, I think that's another reason why I'm not super active on Twitter because that's like meme city, meme culture. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks in a specific language, especially black Twitter. It's completely different language. And I just love to view black Twitter. And I'd be like, yeah, y'all go ahead. Do what you got to do. I'm going to be over here eating my, you know, good barbecue while you do black Twitter. But I just feel like we've all done that rat race for likes that I can't fathom doing a, a rating system that is as ingrained as this one yeah where like actually affects your shul- social standing yeah i mean that is what's happening in china that's right literally now. what like, it, oh. that is literally happening which is no, terrifying you. and actually on this like on the uh wikipedia for this social credit system in china it also said that uh let me see if i can find this again um well uh basically it was saying that it is tied into their like monitoring system, like security cameras. And there's this whole web of, of like social monitoring that they have in China that is also tied into this app. Uh So that, I mean, I don't know why, I don't know why we are building dystopian future right now. Like uh, why are we doing that? We have all these, you know, we have all this dystopian fiction to tell us what not to do. And yet we're doing the wrong thing. It's, it's really bizarre. It's like so backwards. And, and we can see this this episode warns us of what's going to happen and what is happening. Like, okay, so she gets everything down. She's written the perfect speech. Oh, oh, oh. So when she posts Mr. Rags on whatever Instagram, whatever site it is, Naomi calls her. Naomi five stars it. And then later that night calls her because she was like, Mr. Rags reminded me of our friendship and I want my oldest friend at my wedding. She's like, right. oh my God. I'm engaged. Yeah. And like, it's going to be at Port Mary, you know, a private island. And we totally want you there. Um, I want you to be my maid of honor. Will you? You're my oldest friend. And it's like, so. Yeah. Like uh, her oldest friend that she doesn't care about at, at all. all. She at just all. wants to have the good optics of having a childhood friend there. Yes. And it's very obvious that that's like what her motivation is. And so Lacey's motivation is she's going to be in a crowd of upwards of four eights and higher. Yeah. Who are going to, after after they hear her speech, rate her higher so that she'll be able to afford Pelican Cove and get that 20% discount. Right. Yeah. I I mean, as far as like a writing perspective goes, I feel like the plot in this episode is extremely well laid out. Like yeah. the, the motivations of all the characters and why they're doing what they're doing all makes perfect sense and drives the plot super well. Yes. And I'm sorry, I kind of blank faced you for a second because I <laughs> went, my brain went down a rabbit hole of like, so now we're about to start getting into the shit. Yeah. 
Lacey is saying she's going to this wedding. She's ready to go. She's going to go catch this flight. It is Friday night. Uh, the, the rehearsal dinner is going to go happening. And then the wedding is the next day. On her way out the door, her brother's like, why are you going to this wedding? You hate Naomi. And she's <laughs> like, no, I don't. That's my best friend. It's my closest friend. It's my oldest friend. He was like, she slept. Oh, Greg was the name of her ex. She slept with your ex. She who- slept with Greg. <laughs> she slept with Greg while they yeah. were together or whatever. And while she's arguing with her brother, she misses her Uber, whatever the car, the call cars, calling yeah. car is. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Car system. What are those things called? Whatever. Service. Car service. <laughs> she misses her Uber and they downgrade her. So she's like, she was at a 4-2. They downgrade her. She goes, and I just missed my, I'm going to say Uber, but I don't remember what it is. I missed my Uber. You And now I have to call another one. And they just downgraded me. And she's standing there arguing with her brother. Now, this whole time, Jesse, I am yelling at my phone. Because that's where I watch Netflix. <laughs> I am now yelling at my phone. Shut up. Stop talking to your brother and leave. Yeah. Your brother will be there when you get back from the wedding. Y'all can argue about it later. T- stop talking. You missed your first car. Stop that. So, okay, here's a series of unfortunate events. She misses the first car. She calls another one. They continue to argue. She leaves but forgets Mr. Rags, which is a part of her tearjerker maid of honor speech. So she runs back in, grabs Mr. Rags. On her way out the door, she smashes into a 4.8 who mm-hmm. rates her down because her coffee spills on her chest. Right. She's just a four an point, accident. Like any just accident. An accident. Yeah. And she gets rated down. She gets into the Uber. Now, she had made the Uber driver wait. And then she gets a phone call from Naomi in the back seat, and they're like, yes, so excited. <laughs> and it's annoying the driver because her voice is stupid. Yeah. So they get to the airport. She rates the five stars. The driver rates her two stars because she's annoying as fuck. <laughs> from, she, and it's like, okay, okay. She gets to the front of the airline. They say, I'm so sorry due to something, something, something. Which I, it was something that probably was important that I would like to Google, but I couldn't remember what she said. Also, shout out to Michaela Cole, who is the flight person behind the desk. Mm. Um, Jesse, if you have never seen the Netflix uh, original series Chewing Gum, it's hilarious and I highly recommend it. Michaela is the writer and star of that show. Oh, I've seen the, the image for that. I haven't watched the show. I knew and I recognized sh- her from something. Yes, and she's also on a new <laughs> like film or movie. I can't tell if it's a film or if it's a TV show on HBO that's coming out soon. That's going to be really good, but also probably very triggering. And I can't think of the name of that. Um, but she's a fantastic actress. Yeah. So the lady behind the desk, Lacey gets up to the front desk and she's like, I'm ready for my plane. And she says, oh, sorry, the plane, all flights have been canceled. Oh, wait, we found a seat on the very last seat on the very last flight going to Port Mary. Oh, I'm so sorry. Those seats are reserved for 4.2s or higher. Right. And she was a 4.2 before she left the house. Uh Uh-huh. But all these tiny interactions have dropped her down. Have dropped her down. She says, I am a 4.2. And the the lady turns the screen around. I'm calling Michaela because I don't know what the attendant's name is. Michaela turns the screen around. She's at a 4.18. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like no compassion in this society. There's None. no understanding. It's facts, like, it's all numbers. You, yeah, you either like you either conform to society or you get rejected from society. Yeah, which sounds like so horrible, but is kind of real life. Real life, anyway. Like already, yeah. you know, yeah. like not to this extreme degree, but like it, that that is like the way things kind of are. Now here's where Lacey fucks up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Lacey pulls out the white woman card. <laughs> but I am a part two. Like she yeah. like literally gets beside herself. You start to see kind of like that she has no patience. She has no grace for people that she is kind of doing things for the numbers. Oh yeah, absolutely. You can tell because she like launches into like, no, do this for me. I am a four two. Michaela has no problem going, no, you're not. And I'm sorry, we can't do that. Please lower your voice. And also like cursing is not allowed. So like, she's like, what the fuck? Like barely loud. And Michaela's like, oh, did you just like, did you just curse at me? And she's like, I'm sorry. I just really need to get on the plane. Like she tries to calm down. And then she like cusses again. And Michaela goes, I have called security. Security comes up and it's like, I need you to be quiet. Cause she was like, I'm so running her white woman mouth. Security comes up and like, be quiet. She be quiet. She be quiet. <laughs> and, she, and security says, we are going to demote. We're going to dock you a couple points. I can't remember how much it is like 0.5 or something, but now you are on probation and your warning system means that you're, you're entering into like double demerits so anytime somebody downrates you it will count for double yeah so like and then being escorted out of the uh airport this is this is a very detailed play-by-play of everything that happened i'm sorry because it's (laughs) it's it's to know that like from that point forward i can skip through all of it and just say she keeps having interactions with people who downgrade her and it hurts and it hurts and it hurts and it hurts yeah um she tries to rent a car but she can't rent a car because she's no longer a four star she's in like a the three-star line and she gets this old rickety beat down car her car runs out of battery juice um naomi calls and is like where are you because she's about to miss the dinner and she's like i'm driving the battery dies and the battery's such an old version that no one has the adapter to plug in to gas her up and so she tries to start walking as she tries to hitchhike people are downgrading her as she hitchhikes she's picked up by a random trucker who like gives her like life See, that's the part of this episode that I think is my favorite part, where she's picked up by this trucker, and that woman has, like, a really low rating, but she seems happy. 1.2. 1.2, yeah. And, like, kind of like her brother early in the episode, the people that don't care about the rating system seem a lot happier. Um, And that trucker woman, you know, telling her about her background and how she used to be a really high rating, and then, well, it was her, her... partner died is that right and then she yeah and she just she had a breakdown yeah she had her own nose dive and then decided like none of these people care about me like if i actually need something um or have some human emotional need it can't it can't be met if i'm chasing these numbers um which I, i feel like that character kind of embodies the the moral message of the episode which is what Lacey learns by the end which is that like you can either choose to chase these numbers or you can choose to be happy absolutely i'm trying to figure out what carol i think is her name yeah i don't remember that actress is great i've seen i've seen her in a, a couple things she was on oh, uh, oh, oh, oh 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 no her name is the character's name is susan susan and she's played by cherry jones a five-time tony award nominee I oh, must really? say, there was something about her face that did not seem uh like she was just like a regular old actress. There was something uh, about the way that she imparted uh, wisdom on Lacey's character. Yeah. She was, she played a trucker. Yeah. Cherry Jones was on transparent in a recurring. Ah. Yeah. But yeah, that, I mean that trucker character was, was awesome. Awesome. Yeah, Susan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, it all kind of like, I don't know. I mean, 
<laughs> I I like to, I don't like to go like play by play just recapping the episode. I can't I, help it. I'm I really sorry. Like to, I like to like dive in and talk about the things that like mean the most to us, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm like saying that as I was about to <laughs> start recapping more things. But like there's the whole wedding ceremony later where um you know where Lacey's supposed to give her speech and she ends up kind of breaking down in, in front of everybody and plummeting even further and she ends up in jail at the end yeah and i fucking love the end of this episode where there's that guy in the jail cell across from hers yeah and they just start cursing each other out yeah telling each other how much they suck and they look stupid and their voices are dumb but just smiling the whole time because they're never allowed to be mean to anyone the freedom to express an opinion without being graded for it yeah just like being real with each other he was like sitting there and she's and he was like i don't like your brazier yeah and she was like i don't like your face like she's still trying to figure out how to like be yeah. mean and then by the end they're like fuck you yeah. fuck you like yeah and just like you can see that, that they're like falling yeah. in love with each other at the same time <laughs> just the option just to like enjoying. be mean. yeah 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 the, the freedom yeah i mean this episode I, I this is one of the only ones i'd seen before we started watching together uh, like a couple years ago, I'd seen this episode and I, the first time I saw it, I was like blown away by it. I thought it was so brilliantly done and such a good um, like deconstruction of the dangers of social media and really like made me kind of assess my own behavior because yeah. I, I mean, I've definitely posted many, many things in the hopes of getting likes and I've, and I've like, I've definitely done the thing where I post something up and then keep checking back every couple minutes to see if anyone's liked it. And even with this podcast, like when I first started, I was obsessive about the numbers um, to my own detriment. <laughs> like I really drove myself crazy. Like if an episode didn't have as high numbers as the one before, I'm like, oh my God, this is a personal thing that yeah. I've done wrong and I've fucked up and like I have to change directions and change course and fix this so that they all have the same um amount of plays and it keeps growing and i really like had to disconnect myself from that like i it's been really hard for me to to force myself to not care as much and i still care like i obviously still care and like every once in a while i'll check the numbers and uh if there aren't what i hope they are i get really upset and i go into this Mm -hmm. like dark cloud of of a funk where i'm like oh i'm a failure why do you check the numbers but you have to check the numbers yeah so i'm trying to i don't know i've really i've I've really adjusted my behavior around that. And a big part of like this show relaunching as space nerds has been about building at least a community of fellow podcasters where we have the same people coming on all the time versus mm-hmm. before where I used to have new guests all the time. It was just like me and a guest um, and it would just change all the time. And it was, first of all, really difficult to like keep people coming on the show, really difficult to schedule everything because um, Anyone who's ever run a podcast will know that people are very inconsistent about showing up. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, we're going to show up on this day and, and like they get nervous or something and, and don't show up. And then I'm scrambling to find a show. Um, but anyway, with the people that we have now, like everyone is really good about scheduling. People show up when they say they're going to. And we are all having so much fun. Like everyone who's involved in the show is having a blast. And I am a part of that and that get, brings me so much joy to just be a part of it with the people making the show. And for me that kind of allows me to care less. I I'm I'm convincing myself to care less about how many people are listening because I'm having fun. And yeah. even if like people are listening but I'm not having fun, I won't enjoy myself 
So right. it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Like how nope. many people are listening. It only matters that we are having fun. And I feel like I finally cracked that code with the current iteration of Space Nerds where I feel like I'm always having fun. And as long as I keep my head out of the numbers, I continue to have fun. And then if we get new people coming in and people writing in, like that's what I would really love is to have more interaction with the audience. Yeah. Like, that's a great barometer of how well the show is doing. Um, and I've learned a lot from game streaming too because like game streaming is instant gratification. And I, yeah. I, I've had to kind of go through a similar process there as well where I used to care so much about the numbers. How many concurrent viewers do I have? I have learned to turn that off, to not even see it. As long as I have like interactions in chat, that's all I care about. As long as someone is there who's having fun, who's yep. interacting with me, that's all I care about. If so, I don't have that, I get depressed. But if I do have that, it doesn't matter if there's two people or if there's 50 people, you know, it doesn't matter. And you have actually influenced my thought process in that. So for TPS tonight, uh, as we talked about earlier, I've, I'm one half of the host of that show, right? Yeah. The very first episode, we had like 19 people on. I saw the number drop to 18. Yeah. And for and for some reason, I was like, I don't even know. I don't think that I said anything. I don't think we were even in the middle of something. But watching that number drop, I yeah. said, oh, I can never see that again. Yeah. So, like, I make it a, a point to, like, pop out the chat or pop out a question and answer bubble and hover it over the participation. Yeah, good for you. Participants, because I can't, my brain cannot handle the up and down mm -hmm. I, I because i don't want to seem like oh i said something that somebody doesn't like or no they don't think i'm funny so they're leaving exactly. you know what i mean like oh, no, exactly whatever what my yes. brain yeah whatever my brain is going to tell me that i'm doing wrong is the reason why people are not rocking with me and right. i do not have time for that right because so, that's I, not the reality i mean sometimes it is the reality but sometimes like someone's got to go pee or like someone can't doesn't have time to watch this right yeah, now yeah so they, they just came on to say hello or it's and not their up. thing and like yeah and that none of that none of that reflects on you and what you're doing you know like you and what you're doing is awesome and you just need to keep doing it and learn and get better yeah um and you know, and that being said, like not every project is going to succeed. You know, I've done a lot of things that just didn't drum up interest. So I yeah. felt like I had to move on. And I mean, even this podcast, like the when it came back as Space Nerds, I had actually kind of ended the show. Like I felt like I was going to walk away from it entirely um, in its original form because I was just so up and down with the ups and the downs Yeah, that I just felt like I was riding this thing that I couldn't handle. And uh are you popping your ear? Because I don't know what you, you just mind your, your business face. now. You mind your business. They didn't need to know that. <laughs> We're on video chat because it's more fun. It was uh, even though no one else can see. Um. Anyway, yeah, and like I walked away from the show, and I didn't. I actually didn't intend to walk away entirely, but I like couldn't pick it up for a while because I was emotionally drained. Yeah. And during that time, I missed it so much that I realized, like, you know, I need this. Like, I love this. And I need, I want this back. And like, how can I have this and not be emotionally drained by it all the time? Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it's tough. Like I, I know a lot of content creators. I have become a hardcore content creator. I'm making like yeah. music podcasts, game streams, YouTube videos, music videos. I've got this new music video coming out soon that I'm really excited about. And I've had a couple of things that like hit hit it a little bigger than other things like this yeah um my music video for my song elliot which is about et where i just uh -huh. cut cut footage from et and made like a fan video with my song is it like forty thousand views on youtube and climbing every day um but that's just because some other song with millions of views about et 
for some reason the algorithm connected our songs nice and, and now mine is like in a playlist with that one so i'm getting like residual views but because of that like i have a song that's been heard by at least forty thousand people which is a dream come true for me to like write a song that that gets out there and people hear and I, like the comments i get on it like people love it and they think it's beautiful and makes them cry i'm like this is amazing i want this with every song but like you can't have it you know it's you can't have everything you can only have what you have and learning to detach from that and just enjoy yourself and live in the moment and and be yourself and not be what you think other people want you to be because you just don't know what they want you to be and, you and that's another know. thing too because even if you try to do whatever you think they want you to be you're still doing it from your brain which is not what they think right and they could still rate you one star right totally like you think and about your, ruin your whole life you think about your favorite bands like when i was a kid i was a or in like high school i was a massive dave matthews band fan uh, and then they came out with this album that I didn't like as much. And it was like a a thing. It's like, oh my God, Dave Matthews is getting older. He's writing music I don't like as much. And, you know, a lot of the critics were really down on him for changing his sound. And it's like, man, he's just doing what he feels like he wants to do, you know? And it's when you're so invested in something and someone else's creations, when it changes, it almost like feels like a reflection on yourself and you feel bad about yourself. And yes. I feel like that's where a lot of this need to kind of like be mad at things and critique things and this whole cancel cancel culture thing i feel like it comes from like people being mad at themselves for ever liking this thing in the first place but you know every day is not as good of an album as before these crowded streets and that doesn't mean that before these crowded streets isn't still a great album because it really still is a great album even though i don't listen to dave matthews band that <laughs> much but i don't know i mean th this episode i love this episode and part of the reason I love science fiction in general is because I feel like it makes you examine your present and your reality by looking at what your future could be. And when, and when you're looking at something like this example of like a very, um, very earthbound science fiction, you know, not very spacey. We like to keep it spacey here on the space nerds podcast, but black mirror sometimes is very realistic. And this is one of those more realistic episodes where the, the science fiction aspect is already happening in real life. So it feels yeah. less like science fiction and more just like a, a deconstruction of, of where cool. we're going. Um, but I love it because you, by looking at where you're going, you can look at where you are and you can make choices about your life to make yourself happier and more productive and, um, more creatively satisfied and have better relationships and to analyze your relationships with your friends. Like, are you having relationships like Lacey has with Alice Eve's character, um, Naomi, where it's like, they aren't even friends and she's going to go give this speech at her wedding when they aren't even real friends. Yeah. Like, that's such bullshit. And you can tell by the way, like she said, it was going to be good optics to have a four, a four, two at my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It was going to be good for her to have, like, because it would bump her up even higher, like, oh, and look, she still keeps it real with a friend who's a four, too. Like, I honestly, it's funny because sometimes I feel that way in theater. Like, I look around at some of the kids who hang and I'm like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be. And it was funny. Some people think I'm in a, the, a, the cool kids group, but I still don't feel like half the people that are in these cool kids groups, like, actually fuck with me like I think they do. Like mm -hmm. I am like forever thankful that I found a really legit, she just texted me too, a really legit friendship in Sarah and yeah. Andy. Yeah. Um, because I feel like theater relationships can be very much like, how do you help me get to my next level? Oh my God, totally. That, that's like game streamer friendships too. It's like everyone's uh, using each other. And it's so, it's so hard to find 
human beings that want to have real relationships outside of like when I you've been there when I have Marco Polo you and Andy in a full-on panic attack yeah. like in the middle of my living room floor and Sarah has seen me cry more than anybody has on Marco Polo <laughs> yeah. and like real actual friendships that serve no other purpose but a symbiotic love and a mutual respect because humans need it we need it it's the most it's one of the most important things you can have in your life straight up like if if you were to call me in a panic attack and then i rated you down you would never do it again i would literally kill you actually i would i'd have not have no problem well then i would really rate you down (laughs) but but that's like the position that Lacey's in in this episode where she doesn't have real people she can reach out to except her brother who she takes for granted where if you're but also he's like he's rude about it so it doesn't it doesn't help like you need a friend who's going to be like okay girl can i can i give you a second like can I let you know? He was like, yo, fuck Naomi. She's not your friend. She fucked Greg. Like, <laughs> like that. And nobody wants to hear that kind of critique. Like, yeah. especially Lacey, you can tell how she is. You kind of had to come to her and be like, okay, girl, like, I see what you're trying to do, but this is killing you and it's not cool. Yeah. yeah and like friendship is dirty and messy. And sometimes you're going to say something stupid that your friend is going to call you out for. And, and if you rate them down for that, it like, destroys your relationship, you know? Like, yeah. So the the very nature of the app in this episode destroys relationships. And it forces you again, to have superficial relationships that don't nourish that human need for companionship. Because you're also, sometimes you just have a bad day. I'm not always a good friend. Literally, I, I get, some days I get Marco Polos and I'm like, I'm not responding to any of y'all hosts today. I'm tired. Yeah. Oh, I do that too, for sure. And I just, I just can't, I can't even yeah. fathom. And I love y'all. Y'all are my friends, but I'm like, I can't, I don't feel like it. Yeah. You know, we should say Marco Polo, in case people don't know, it's this app that, our, that we all use to, it, you send like video messages to each other. Yeah. Like a text message, but video. Yeah. And it's really great. Like we really use it a lot. I'm going to I'm going to asterisk that because apparently they're doing some new stuff so oh, before no. you say they're really great. Oh god. Other people have gotten this update where they're putting lots of stuff behind of a behind a paywall. Oh no. Yeah. Well, fuck. So, yeah, <laughs> so I don't been know. Great. But okay. that's the thing like even if it changes it, <laughs> it was, was great good. for a while. Yeah. Okay. We enjoyed it cuz yeah. I, I think that even like the the fast forward option is going away. Oh no. Exactly. Oh no! So I'm gonna. That's already gonna limit my use of Marco Polo. Oh no! I and you know why. I so do know like, why. So like, um, and I know I have a tendency to be ranty and ravey, and yeah. then I go, I, y'all probably fast forwarded through that, and that's fine. Yeah. But if y'all can't fast forward through my stories with hella tangents, you're gonna be mad yeah. too. Like sometimes so, you get like a 15 minute long Marco Polo, and it's like a one sided conversation. Like uh, you gotta fast forward it because otherwise absolutely. your brain can't hold it all in absolutely yeah so Uh-oh. well yeah so we'll yeah. see if we're gonna sing its praises but that's basically what's kind of helping us stay connected throughout this whole yeah nonsense. the other the other big issue that this episode brought up for me was this idea of everything you do throughout the day being filtered through this like app through this screen mm-hmm. and it got me thinking about animal crossing because that's been my life for the last week and a half it's like all day long i'm just like waiting to get back into my island and waiting to like i've been looking there. at the clock like okay when are we going to wrap this episode up yeah and you and i have been like <laughs> hanging out in animal crossing a lot like we're going we to have. each other's islands like talking yeah like sometimes i'll just like call you and we'll just like go to each other's islands and do shit and 
we're like living this life through this island. Yeah. Um, and there's, I mean, right now, fuck yeah, because like the world's on lockdown and having a nice serene place to go where I can be creative and express myself and then share that with friends. Super good. Like super, and super good. You're, it, you're, you're helping the world. You're staying home. Yeah. And you're like curating, like my little avatar girl is so well-dressed. Oh, totally. Like Absolutely. the best dressed girl ever. And like, you get to kind of just live a different kind of a yeah. life, especially compared to what's happening now. But at the same time, there's this level where like my hands hurt because I played all day yesterday and like oh. my hands hurt this morning when I woke up um, oh. and like, and we're sore when I started playing, but I still couldn't put it fucking down because it's like so absorbing and I can't walk away from it. And I feel like there's an element of that in this episode where she's so absorbed in this app. Like she's so into it. And we've all been there with a game or, or an app or, or Facebook or whatever. Like when I first got Facebook, I was all about it. I couldn't, I couldn't Same. stop thinking about it. Um, Same. And there's like this danger of balance, like how to keep balance with these, with these things, you know, cause they're so titillating. They're so exciting. I hate that I use that word, but Ooh. I'm watching a lot of Frasier. Um, so yeah, there's like the, there's this danger there as well. And I'm a Libra. So I always think about balance and I, I want things to be in balance. And that's just something else I wanted to point out. Cause I feel myself living out of balance right now because of animal crossing where like my own girlfriend's like, can you please stop playing that and listen to me for a second? There, now that's the thing. I don't have nobody in this house. Who's <laughs> telling me to come talk, go talk to my friend, Jesse. Don't be leaving her high and dry. Talk to her sometimes, put the, put the thing on the dock. And go <laughs> handle business with my well, friend now. You know what? You know how we solved this problem is that she ordered a Switch Lite, which is on its way, well, and she's going to start playing Animal Crossing. And also, Jane is like hardcore into it, and Doug has been playing a lot. I haven't seen Doug's Doug? Island yet. Yeah, I haven't, wait, I haven't friended him yet. Like most of the space nerds are now Animal Crossing people. Ask put in the put in the space nerds group that I want to be friends with Doug. Maybe okay. he'll do it if you put it. Okay, there. I will. I will. And then sure. I'm already friends with Jane. I have not gone to see her island yet, but I I'm friends with her. It's really. I might cool. send her a message and see if she'll let me through. Yeah. Um. But uh. And I've been streaming a little bit of Animal Crossing on Twitch and like visiting people's islands, and I I fucking love it. It's like I feel like the balance so that I've I found is in. When my when that battery says it's low, yeah, I either uh, put it on the dock and play for like I say, okay, we're doing three more goals and we're doing that, or I go like, oh, the battery is low, I am now charging it, and then I go do whatever I have to do around my house. Like last night, the server maintenance start was happening, yeah, and I was like, cool, server maintenance. I got up, I cleaned my kitchen, I made dinner, I played Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, and then. <laughs> So you're back. taking a break from the switch to play on your phone. Yeah. That's fair. But, but I mean, like I'm still doing stuff around the house. And so there's balance of like not looking at screens yeah. for a long time and like keeping my hands free of things. Yeah. So I would encourage you to find something. I mean, I know you take miles out for walks and stuff oh, yeah. too. Yeah. And like, this, be I mean, careful. This, don't be hurting yourself. Well, I mean, I also have like this weird chronic health stuff that too. and my hands often hurt for other reasons. And I think yeah. the combination was, a bad combination um but yeah i don't know like it's important to like stop and look up and see the world and i feel like that moment where she where lacy meets that truck driver is the moment in the episode where you feel like she's seeing the world for the first time like yeah. this woman's story about losing her partner and then Ugh. and how it like took her out of like playing this game yeah. of getting ratings yeah you know i mean oftentimes it takes like pain and tragedy to get people's lives on a more healthy course and and 
And then also, it also takes some liquor sometimes because sure. that's what Susan put a thermos of whiskey in, <laughs> in baby mama's suitcase. And, uh, and she got liquored up yeah. and, and t- gave this rousing speech telling Naomi about herself completely. Yeah. Like, read her for filth. And then... Uh, oh, and everything was so douchey. Like, the husband was douchey. Oh, my God. The wedding was douchey. The girls, the bridesmaids were just like, aha! Like, five-star rating at the bride and groom. Yeah. Also, did you see the way they kissed? It was gross. Yeah. But, like... It reminds me of, like, being in high school and being on the outside of the cool kids club, <sighs> where you just feel like you don't have what it takes to be a part of this, but you kind of don't want to because they're all so fake around each other. That was my life, except... You not were the, only were you, you were the cool kid, weren't you? I was not. I was not. I was a church girl. <laughs> That's right. That's a very, church girl, very church different girl, experience. Thank you. Uh, oh, cool. I mean, or cute. Um, and uh, <laughs> don't sell yourself short. No, I was uh, my senior picture. I've recently saw some celebrities release their senior pictures. I'm not, so y'all can keep that. Because uh, she's not. She's not adorable. Um, but. I, I've always wanted to be cool, but that I've just made peace with not being cool because... You're so cool. What are you talking about? Mm. See, here's my theory on cool, is that cool is a unique thing to every person. And in order to be cool, you have to just be yourself and just like figure out who you are and just be yourself comfortably. I think that's cool, you know? I'd be trying. Tell me more. No, I'd be trying to be myself. It's hard. Oh, I thought you meant you were trying to be cool. No, I try to be myself. Yeah. I try to find a way to bring my full self into any situation. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard because there are still diff- there are facets of me that get like I've had to balance multi mul- like mul- not multiple personalities, but like different <laughs> sides of who I am because of church for so long. Yeah, totally. That like like just allowing my parents to see who I am now. Like yeah. I sometimes I like laugh and they're like, "Huh, I cannot believe that I raised you." And I'm like, I know, like I'm a, I'm my own human now, so I have feelings like on edibles and weed and stuff. My mom just shakes her head, like, "Where do we go wrong?" And I'm like, "You went all the way right, because honey, weed is fun." But like, <laughs> <laughs> but just to like just to figure out who I am and trying, because it's hard to to get into situations where you see the cool kids being cool, and you kind of want to switch it up so that you can be cool. Yeah. But instead, I'm just like, I'm gonna continue to be me and see what happens and mainly it's just about finding my people within that cool space totally and then i'm like so like if i'm ever invited to a thing i'm always like can somebody come with me and be my security blanket because i need Mm -hmm. like a a real human being that i know i can have real conversation with and i don't have to put on the oh hi yes i can just be myself yeah um and especially in theater in theater like you said in streaming it's it's hard to do but when you find your people then like people stick with you like your followers are dope i've interacted with them they welcomed me after just what were we playing oh we streamed mario kart and and they were so kind that was the first time you and i hung out just the two of us yeah you you came over to to play mario kart on stream which was funny because you were talking about, I was thinking about this earlier because you were talking about like people in the theater community just kind of like using each other. Yeah. Um, and something else you've mentioned to me a lot is like people in the theater community saying, oh yeah, we're going to do this together and this together and then none of it ever happens. Mm-hmm. And then I saw you at a reading of some play that Andy was in and 
and we were talking about Mario Kart and like, yeah, you should come over and play sometime. You're like, yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and then you just like made it happen, you know. Whereas like some people would just say yes and then not actually do it. Um, and I, that was like the beginning the, of a beautiful friendship. I call it the we shoulds. Yeah. We should totally hang out. We should. Yeah. And, and that's oh my god, I, so many times I've been like. Oh, well, you should come on my podcast. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'd love to. Like sci-fi nerds that I meet out in the world. Yeah. Um, they're like, yeah, yeah, I'd love to. And then it just never happens. Or I try to set it up and I just can't get them to like nail down a time. Or like we nailed down no. a time and then they don't show up. I mean, all yeah. those different things have happened. So I just, I've, I am not a fan oh, of. Oh, 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 oh. Andy's switch is here. <gasps> that, that box is messed up. We were talking about. It is. We were talking about Holy how you moly. want me to stop playing and listen to you speaking. And I said, take your put find a way to let her hear me. Yes, you can. Now. Hold on. Grab some headphones, Andy. Okay, we got headphones on. Andy's got her brand new ah, switch light. It's oh, so pretty. It's right. She got the blue oh, one. It was beautiful. It was the only one that was actually being sold at the the normal price. Yeah, that's good. Oh, oh, yeah. They could hear, I could hear her too, by the way. I don't okay, know if good. Good, I could. Every other color that I could find was, be which I liked this one. I also liked the pink, but oh yeah. But they, the only one I could find at the actual price, not a yeah. hundred dollars more expensive. Yeah, people yeah. are selling them for so they're, much right now. They know. Like they know. Yeah. Yeah, because Crazy. the factories that make switches shut down, so yeah, there's like no new ones being made. So ridiculous. Which is the real tragedy in all this. I was telling, it's terrible. I was I know, telling Jesse that when when you he said that you had said like, will you put your switch down and talk to me? I said, talk to my friend now, because I don't have nobody to live with. And so when she asked you to talk, you put your switch down and you talk to my friend now. And I and I told okay. her that we that we fixed this problem by getting you a switch so we can talk about that. <laughs> oh, well, I like both sides of the story. Okay, but still, because y'all got you. something beautiful, and half of us don't have a peen or a vagine to come <laughs> home to. So you need to be better about it. You know what? Yeah, that's right. I feel like you're absolutely on point there, Andy. While you're here, uh, what are your thoughts on that episode of Black Mirror we watched the other day? Oh, Nose Dive with you Bryce watched Dallas it. Howard. Did I? Yeah, the one where there everyone's rating everyone on that app. Oh my god! Oh my god! That was actually one of the episodes of Black Mirror that I had heard about before I actually even really knew anybody watching it. Mm -hmm. Like, right when it first came out, people were talking about that episode just because it's weirdly... I mean, it takes it to an extreme that is hard to imagine, but it, in some ways it's not hard to imagine us getting there. Like, maybe not that directly, but it, it's such a metaphor and allegory for, like, the bigger issue around what it means to have a social media account and base yeah. your self-worth on that. Yeah, and how you get that hit, that five-star, when somebody likes a post, you get that yeah. hit. Yeah. What is it? Is this serotonin or is that what helps you sleep? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, that's right. Serotonin. Melatonin. Melatonin. The, oh, yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> serotonin is good feelings. Melatonin is sleepy feelings. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That serotonin rush of like somebody liking your mm -hmm. post and not just that like somebody high rated in your mind yeah. liking your post yeah absolutely. like if i could get a, a celebrity i told jesse that there's there's a, a real life equation of like a girl who followed cardi b so much that cardi b followed her back and mm. it instantly like verified her on instagram and like made and bumped her up mm. and i was just like if i could get someone to follow me back then right. that'd be cool but also don't i don't 
what's funny is I follow these celebrities that I like to look at. I mm-hmm. don't like anything. Cause I'm like, you yeah. don't need my like, you have right. a million mm-hmm. likes. Totally. I follow Beyonce. She is everything. I love her. I'm a yeah. complete fan. I don't like not nary a post that she posts because yeah. she already has 3 million likes. She don't need mine. Exactly. Cause it's a currency in some yeah. ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. I, I, so yeah, totally. It was, it was good. It was really good. I, I should get to this unboxing just cause I have okay, a do it. phone call I got to get on. But, um, but yeah, I, is that, that's the episode you're talking about. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to hear this episode of this podcast because yeah, it's I, been, it's been weird. It's been, we've been going through some things. It yeah. is weird. It's a complicated episode. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, wild. Speaking of virtual reality. I'm oh. so excited, Andy, for you to I'm play Animal so Crossing. I'm so excited, I can't Andy. Wait to see what please, you do. Please friend me immediately right. and be my friend, and we'll talk all the time of on the Twitch. Okay, podcast okay. people, she's opening up her Switch light right now. Oh, <laughs> there's a teal Switch light in Andy's hand. Oh, it's so cute! It's it a beautiful is. console oh for her to play. Hey. <laughs> Um, you gotta like hold it in your hand and see how it feels this is a a level I'm not a gamer so I don't know what the I said the same thing I said the same thing (laughs) I was like what are you supposed to do okay my hands are also really gross and sweaty okay I should wash them hold on oh my god all right well Alexandra we need to rate this episode and wrap this thing up yeah we do so how do you rate nosedive among the best nine five this is the sound of Andy washing her hands in the background. <laughs> because I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I could give it a ten. Like I gave, I think I might have given White Bear a ten. I could give this one a ten. It's it's it. It's one of those that perfectly sums up a dystopian world that we are actually currently living in. Yeah. And and it makes you think. And and I can rem- like all the feelings that I have of yelling at that girl to stop talking to her dumbass brother and get out the door in time so that she can be rated high. I wanted that so badly for her. Um, but, but I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic episode and I don't know if, I don't know if it get, if it gets much better in the coming episodes. Yeah. I agree that it's a really fantastic episode. I feel like, so I've seen this one twice now, um, like way back in the day and then recently. And for me, it, the second time through, it was a little slow, just a hair mm. slow in mm-hmm. the pacing. Um, I mean, there's so many details that fill in that that slowness that are really wonderful. Like all the the bridges, like this whole world is made of bridges, um, which is a really interesting detail. Um, yeah. But yeah, like watching it through the second time, it didn't hold, like every shot didn't hold my attention the same way it did the first time. Yeah. Whereas like other episodes of this show that I've seen multiple times did, especially like 15 Million Merits or, of or the one with Haley Atwell and her robot husband. What's that one called? Uh, oh, see you later. See, yeah. Yeah. See you later or something. Um, oh my God. Andy's holding oh, the switch. I'll be back. I'll be, I'll be right back. Be right back. That's it. We got there. Um <laughs> So I think how I'm gonna does give it this... feel? Does it feel ergonomically sound? Uh, it's great. I I love it. Can I hold it? Yeah, please go ahead. Ooh. Does it feel like a real switch? Oh my god, the yeah, button. it's nice. The buttons feel completely different. The buttons feel amazing. <laughs> They're like squishier in a way that I really like. That nice Ooh. squishy button feel. Oh, and it's got the D-pad. It feels tiny in my hands. Like I would okay. I would need a grip. Like I just got a grip for my switch. That's really yeah. gonna help in my hands, but. Oh my God! Yay! Well, Turn it on. Download Animal Crossing. Andy. I can't wait to 
go to both of your islands. Yes. Please come over all the time. You know I will. It'll be like okay. kind of like actually hanging out maybe. It I kind just of is. cannot wait. I'm giving you all the fashions because yes. I know you're going to make some amazing yeah. ass outfits. Uh, thank you. I'm really excited. I've collected a ton of DIY recipes for Andy. Yeah. Oh, I'll have yeah. them too. I won't oh, sell great. them. I'll hold yeah. on to them for you. Oh, thank you. Okay, yeah. This will be this weekend. This is all I'm okay. doing. So. Yes. yes. Okay, I love you guys, and thank you for having me. Love you. Yes, and uh, Space Nerds, you'll hear Andy in just a couple days on episode five of Star Trek Discovery, Choose Woo! Your Pain, coming up in just a couple days on this feed. So she'll yes! be Um. So yeah, I think I would give this like an 8.5, where I feel like it's an extremely good episode. Um, I feel like intense emotional connection to it, but just like slightly less than my favorite episodes of this show, which I mean, like to me, the one ten out of ten so far was fifteen million, 15 million merits, merits. Where something about that world that they created in that episode just like really hit me right in every way, and this one hits me like like almost perfectly, but not quite perfectly, and it's hard for me to describe why, because um, it's like such a good episode. It's built so well. I think I think maybe it's just like a like the I feel like it's a long episode. If they trimmed out like two or three minutes, I might, I might have given it a little bit of a higher rating. That makes sense because I think that also like I'm not you know the movie Bridesmaids. Yeah, that everybody loves. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that movie because I'm not a fan of the trajectory of just things going down, 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 yes, down, 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 totally. And it's like an hour and a half of like terrible decisions and. And, and we're supposed to be laughing at the expense of this character who's trying to get it right, but failing miserably. Right. And everything is just going wrong. Right. That's kind of how I felt with this. But but the rating aspect and the app aspect and that like social status aspect of it, I think is so beautiful and something that is so worthwhile to talk about. And for discussion's yes. sake, it makes me rate it at a 9.5. I agree. And 8.5 is still super high. I yeah. think if there had been aliens or space in it it would have really pushed me over the top <laughs> okay i can't wait till we get to that star trek the original series episode of black mirror that's like that's what really turned the corner for me where i saw that and i was like i have to start watching this show i will watch it again and pay attention to it this time i think i just watched it for the sake <laughs> of being able to complete the whole series but i didn't give one flying freak about that episode so i can't I'll wait to it. watch it again with new eyes what season is that that is Hold on, help us on the way. <laughs> Hold on, help us on. Do you know that movie? You probably don't know it. No. I know you're not religious, but it's not like a religious movie, but it's kind of religious. So I, I'm pretty sure that's probably why you have not seen it. What movie? Uh, the Preacher's Wife, Whitney uh, Houston, Courtney B. Vance, oh. uh, 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 Denzel Washington, Gregory Hines. Star, uh, Loretta Devine, star studded black cast. Yeah. It's a great Christmas movie. It's my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Cool. I haven't seen it. Uh, USS Callister is season yeah. four, episode one. Oh, we're not that far away. Nope. But there's more episodes in this season than there have been in previous seasons. So, what? So, yeah, okay. we're at, I think, six. Yeah, six episodes in, in season three. Season three. And we're going to do play tests and shut up and dance the next time we get together and talk right why yes we are yes, yes we are i can't wait uh i th that mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so yeah alexandra will be back in about a month's time talking about black mirror you might hear her on some space news between now and then because she's my yeah. go-to uh my go-to cynic when i need to talk some space news with someone that's me yeah 
And man, this has been great. Any this any final thoughts? Great. It's always so yeah. fun. It's always so fun. I love it. I hope that all the new listeners get, I mean, we are kind of tangenty, but hopefully y'all get a good feel for who we are, what we do, what we want to accomplish, just putting some light and some great discussion out there uh, revolving around dystopian futuristic fiction and science fact. Uh, yeah. I really enjoy doing this show with you, even though you make me do a whole lot of setup. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we Alexandria has a nice mic at home. We tested it out today. Um, it definitely sounds better, but we're still like recording over the internet. So yeah, it might still be warbly and things. Yeah, there was like a couple of warbles, but but the overall quality I think is higher. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm into it. I thought about uh, well, I found a microphone that's like eighty bucks that I think would be a, a easy thing for space nerds to set up at home because. We've had, I mean, we usually like everyone comes to my recording studio and we all sit in the room and record together, but until we can do that, you know, we're yeah. kind of stuck talking on our phones to each other. So, um, or on our computers. So I've been thinking about, I, I guess I'll just do it. Why not? I'll just put uh, one of these microphones on a wish list. I'll put it in the links in this podcast in the podcast notes. If someone wants to up the podcast quality for, for some of the other space nerds, you know, we got a bunch of us, but every microphone we can get is going to up the quality on at least one person. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So Alexandria's already set. She's got a, a good mic at home, but we've got, you know, a bunch of other people who don't. So yeah, if someone wants to donate a microphone to the space nerds podcast, I'll put that in the Amazon wish list down below. Yeah. And you know, if you want to hear our talk about Bush's baked beans and uh, <laughs> I think like we're up to like 10 patron casts now, Oh, um, yay! Plus 37 episodes of the old patron cast if you're Absolutely. a higher tier. There's a bunch of stuff on our Patreon. Or if you just want to throw a dollar a month just to show your support, um, officially join the Space Nerds crew. We really need your help to keep keep things running because <laughs> I've got no income besides what I'm making off of content creation right now. And it would be awesome to have. And it's it's rough out here. Yeah, it would be great to at least meet that $15 a month goal to, to offset the cost of this podcast right now. Yeah! That's it. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, man. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I always have a great time. And Now, y'all come back now. You hear? Yeah. We got Star Trek Discovery coming up, and then we're going to rotate through Firefly, uh, Deep Space Nine, and uh, Star Wars Club before we come back to Black Mirror in about a month's time. Not in that order. I don't remember which order it is. but <laughs> And I keep getting the order fucked up because I keep having to cancel recordings because my health is always all over the place. And well, also, We'll figure it out and we will be back. Yes. Alexandria, thank you for bearing with me this week as we had to reschedule a couple of recordings, but we got it done and it was awesome. That's right. You better apologize to me on air. I appreciate you <laughs> and I appreciate our listeners. Thank you all so much for being here. <laughs> I tell, love you, Jesse. You're so great. I love you too. You're the best. Until next time, my friends, stay nerdy out there. Keep it spacey, baby. Space Nerds is listener-funded through Patreon. To support the show and gain access to bonus content, sign up at patreon.com slash spacenerdspodcast. If you love this show, help us spread the word by sharing it on your favorite social media platform or leaving us a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you can find our show. If you have a question or comment you'd like the Space Nerds to discuss in the next episode, email us at spacenerdspodcast at gmail.com. To browse our complete library of episodes or check out my sci-fi synth-pop music and music videos, visit my website at jessemercury.com. Keep it spacey, baby!